Hi, hello, how you doing? It's me, Dave. After about spending, I would say somewhere around 15 hours trying to save the audio, like I said, I thought I could with last episode. It turns out that's not going to happen. It's been too long for me to do this in between everything else and trying to save the audio. What it sounded like was essentially three robots underwater fucking while there was still a buzz in the background and... It's just, oh well, these things happen. It's kind of ironic how we were making, I think it might have been on this episode or one earlier where we were talking about bad audio quality and here we are and here with me with the backup mic until the mixer comes in the next day or two. Um, the new mixer since that one shit the bed on us mid-recording. I figured I'd just give us a roundabout real quick breakdown of what gamut and the externals is so we didn't do anything for Vane and it goes into uh, our rankings and ratings and stuff like that. We all thought it was a middling story overall. Uh, it's essentially a heist story. It was done by Fabian Nessienza and art by Salvador LaRocca and Tony Daniel. Tony Daniel did the first two issues and Salvador LaRocca did the next two. We don't know if it was just a quality issue or something to that effect, but Tony Daniel, his art was Liefeldian, but possibly worse in a way. Uh, it was just comically bad but the I, I, it sounds like I'm talking shit but eh, in a way I am but it's amazing to see how much he's turned around from here to now and how great his art is in comparison to back in the day so that's something LaRocca is still LaRocca I mean he's refined his art a little bit and there's there's his haters out there the tracing and whatnot but it did the job this book replaced the X-Force title um and yeah, like I said, it was a heist story where Magneto and Rogue had Gambit and his crew of the Externals, which consisted of Jubilee, uh, Strong Guy, Lila Cheney, and Sunspot. And they had to go to the Shi'ar and steal the Emkron Crystal because that was Bishop's way of making everything right after uh, Bishop telling them that this was an alternate universe. So... Good idea, but it's just we all agreed that Shi'ar stuff is old hat, terrible. We just get bored. If, if the Shi'ar shows up, then you got the Emkron Crystal, and then you got the Star Jammers, and you can't have one without the other, and the Imperial Guard, and that's what happens. They they teleport there, and they clash with the Imperial Guard, and they eventually get the Crystal, and they come back, and unfortunately, the Crystal gets stolen from them from Apocalypse's goons, so they their quest was all for naught and ended up in the wrong hands. Uh, Apocalypse also kidnaps Rogue and Magneto's baby, Charles, so he has them both in tow. If, if the, we all essentially agreed if the heist was more grounded, if it wasn't spaceships and cosmic stuff, it could have been a great book, but I don't know how you would incorporate that with the Emkron Crystal being in outer space all the time, jacking itself off around the Milky Way galaxy or whatever. Um, we'll probably, at the top of the next episode, Jonathan and Chris will probably say some stuff, maybe, uh, if what I missed. I'm just giving a very Notes version. Uh, MVPs and WVPs. Chris gave the MVP to Apocalypse because he kills Richter. Richter was like a cop, a lower level cop, not on the same level as the prelates, like a uh, Holocaust and Sabretooth and stuff like that, but... 
Richter was essentially the B villain chasing them around across the galaxy while they were fighting off the Imperial Gambit and his crew was fighting off the Imperial Guard. And his WVP, worst valuable player, was Richter. Jonathan's was Sunspot. He really liked how they used Sunspot in the book. And WVP was Gambit, of course, because Gambit's lame. He's still lame in this book. He's just trying to get in everyone's pants and he says a bunch of Spanglish, French, I guess Frenchlish. Uh, say Mon Ami and other stuff that Gambit does. Gambit shit. He's, he sucks. Uh, mine was the Madri, which was a very neat idea that I wish they expanded upon more. It was Jamie Madrox, but he's like a cult for Apocalypse. So he made his own cult by making duplicates of himself. It's a very interesting idea, but sadly they didn't expand upon that. We had to have the Star Jammers and Gladiator and whatever. And my WVP was Gambit as well. We all down the middle rated it AA5. Uh, Nascienza's writing was pretty good. But the, the bounded by editorial, it wasn't the greatest. So that's all we I really want to say in this condensed version of it at all. Uh, apologize for everyone, all 17 of you waiting on this or whatever. It's more than that, but um, the mixer's coming soon, and we're going to get ramped back up to actually a normal schedule again, thank God. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll, and like I said, next next episode, I'm sure I missed some stuff that Jonathan and Chris wanted to say about these books. So I guess we'll find out then. All right. Thanks.